Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, December 9th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, thank you for uh, accommodating my schedule and being willing to record this episode during halftime of the Ohio State Notre Dame basketball game that I'm currently semi-live-tweeting for LandGrantHolyLand.com. Very thrilled to accommodate your... (laughs) Thank you extracurricular slash extra career oh choices. Oh my god, I do too. I really need to pull back in some time. But you, you were ridiculous, actually. It's too much. It's like, honestly I, too much. Like, I need six vacations currently, and I do like half of your work. It's ridiculous. <laughs> what's, what's a vacation? I honestly don't know what a vacation is. But. It's very fair, and you need to find one. <laughs> That's a good point. If you want to help my vacation fund, head over to <laughs> yes. patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon really it really is your vacation fund at this point (laughs) i mean it doesn't hurt um anyway (laughs) let's get on to the news actually because on both monday night and on tuesday during the day jeremy o'harris continued to do jeremy o'harris things jeremy o'harris fan podcast (laughs) yes let's start with what happened on Tuesday as Harris launched the Golden Collection, 15 plays by prominent black playwrights, including, not to pat himself on the back, his very own slave play. The collection was named in honor of Harris's grandfather, Golden Harris, who passed away two weeks before Jeremy learned that slave play would be playing Broadway's, you guessed it, Golden Theater. The collection was launched in partnership with the Human Rights Campaign. So how this works is instead of sending out scripts to Tony voters, which is a standard campaigning and marketing practice that shows do, slave play producers will be donating 800 scripts to be sent to libraries and community centers in all 50 states, Washington, D.C., Puerto Rico, and Guam. Now, many of these libraries and community centers will be in cities that have some sort of historic significance in terms of the fight for racial justice or are sites of continued racial violence and inequality and will obviously serve predominantly black communities. Now, to encourage individuals to either purchase, gift, or donate the collection, Slave Play has partnered with Books and Crannies, a black woman-owned independent bookstore located in Jeremy O'Harris's hometown in Virginia. For every purchase of the full collection at Books and Crannies, the store will make a $10 donation to the National Black Theater. Now, actually, this is very cool, um, mm-hmm. but Harris did more as, again, he was a guest on Seth Meyers' show on Monday night. Now, you might remember that the last time he was on the show, pre-pandemic, he convinced Myers to buy and then donate a bunch of tickets to see Slave Play yes. um, for <laughs> folks. And that was awesome. Clearly, uh, Seth Meyers uh, was a good sport about it because he had him back on. And on this episode that aired late Monday night, early Tuesday morning, um, <laughs> Jeremy convinced or recruited Seth to tweet about the federal theater project, actually to tweet Rihanna about it, which is Rihanna, Jeremy have a very uh, cool <laughs> yeah. relationship, which yes. we've talked about before. But anyway, the federal theater project was a WPA initiative um, in which mm-hmm. the uh, the company or the, the country uh, invested in theater and blah, 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 you know, all the stuff that we talked about yesterday. Um, but it's very much something that people are urging the Biden-Harris administration to bring back in yep. some way. It doesn't necessarily have to be the exact federal theater project, um, but something on um, that line to re-stimulate the arts in the way 
that the New Deal did. Um, real quick, in a related non-Jeremy O'Hara story, a group of artists has written an open letter to the incoming administration urging them to create a cabinet-level arts and culture agency, which mm. we talked about with mm-hmm. the Peter Marks story yesterday. We will have a copy of that letter and how you can sign it and a bunch of really famous Broadway people um, have already lent their names to it, including nice. uh, Rachel Chavkin, Philippa Sue, Stephen Pasquale, Celia Keenan-Bolger, Adam Chandler-Barat, Greg Hildreth, Lee Silverman, Shana Taub, Taylor Trench, and more. Um, we'll have information on that, as well as the Golden Collection and how you can purchase them, uh, all those plays through books and crannies in the show notes and on broadwayradio.com. Now, Ashley. Okay. I'm going to make a bold prediction. Mm-hmm. Someday, it might be decades away, probably likely decades away, but someday there will be either a Broadway theater or a major theatrical award named after Jeremy O'Harris. What I do mean, you think? Very likely so. Uh, some kind of contribution to the arts awards for sh- award for sure. I would love, I'm, sh- you know, who, who wouldn't love to have a theater named after them? So I'm sure Jeremy would sign up for that in a heartbeat. Uh, this is a, you know, as genuinely, I mean, generally joking around about how this is a Jeremy O'Harris fan podcast now, but it really kind of. Uh, I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it really kind of is. Yeah. Uh, this is just another amazing initiative that he's doing. And it's, you know, it can talk about accessibility as often as possible and to have, you know, black written, black centered art and specifically plays available for more people across the country, either, you know, as in terms of it being visual art and seeing it on some kind of recording or at the very least being able to read that is so important to the growth of the art the growth of the arts into theater in general <sighs> I'm, I'm just so happy I'm happy <laughs> it's the, in this case because last time when he was on Seth Meyers show Seth Meyer referred to it as a scam jokingly yes of course as to Jeremy I'm you know, really happy to see some kind of quote unquote scam again in that way. Yeah. Uh, and you know, just, just amazing, amazing news again. Uh, in, in what seems to be very generous news and what is, typically a season of generosity. Yeah. Um, running through the list of shows in the Golden Collection, these are mm. more modern things. So you're not going to see like sure. A Raisin in the Sun or any August Wilson. These I, are, and those, I was going to say, and those are already incredibly accessible. Exactly. So these are plays like um, For Colored Girls is in there by Intazaki Shange. Awesome. But yeah. then also Robert O'Hara's Booty Candy, Robert O'Hara directed nice. slave yeah. play. Um, you do get a Lorraine Hansberry play, but it's not Raisin in the Sun. It's, it's Les Blancs. You've got George C. Wolfe's Colored Museum. Oh, You've got, yeah. um, Appropriate and an Octoroon by Brendan Jacobs Jenkins. I think an Octoroon is one of the greatest plays I've Absolutely. ever seen. Absolutely. Um, you've got Sweat. You've got stuff. Um, uh, you got the Red Letter plays. You've got a bunch of Katori Hall stuff. Uh, Jackie Sibless Drury. Um, you have Alicia Harris's Is God Is. You've got Anna DeVere Smith's see, Fires in the Mirror. See. Stuff from Adrian Kennedy, Derek Walcott. Like, this is the stuff that people need to be reading because exactly. they otherwise might not exactly. have a chance. Exactly. That's what's so important about this. You know, as we just said, it's not, it, there are not shows that are necessarily already accessible, although some of those probably are. I'm, I'm assuming one of them might be like Fairview or something like that in mentioning Drury. 
Um, yeah, it's a whole big collection of of her stuff. Oh, even better. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's work that you, unless you are close to uh, a large library like New York Public Library, or even you know, you know, even more parochially like a bookstore like Drama Books, you're not going to have that level of accessibility to shows like this. So this is so so huge, and it, that can't be stated enough. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to buy the whole collection from Books and Crannies. Yeah. It's a, it's a $210. I've heard of Books and Crannies before. Think, so yeah. I know, yeah, they're excellent. Yeah, it's it's 210 bucks, but it's well worth it. Uh, actually, you'll remember at the beginning yeah. of the year, I one of my um, uh, New Year's resolutions to was read to read more, more plays, plays yeah. by women and artists of color. I re- I've read one play this year, so uh, yeah, maybe um, for 2021. Yeah. Um, and if I spend 210 bucks on the uh, Golden Collection, maybe I'll actually do. It. <laughs> Absolutely. What was the yeah. one play you read this year? Oh God, I don't remember. So um, really, I don't out. remember. It really was in January. I, who the hell knows? I was gonna say I've read like 12 books this year. It feels like it's been more, but it's it's I, I I've, com- I've, I've completed anything. like 12. I'm always reading, but I couldn't tell you the last time I finished anything I, I was reading. I have bought. I've probably bought. 20 books in the past yep. three months and yep, haven't read yep, a yep. single one. Yep. I know it well. It's my yep. favorite thing to do. <laughs> Me too. Like, I just want to have a really cool library, and yeah. but I want to read. I just don't have time because of those nine jobs. Uh, that mentioned the top of the show. Exactly. Anyway. Donate, donate to the no. Matt Tamanini. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, no, I want no. to read them. I'm not, no. I'm not getting rid of the books. Yeah. No. Okay. Don't, donate to the Matt Tamanini Vacation Fund, please. And book fund. And book, and book fund. fund, yeah. Yeah. All right, Ashley, before we get into uh, the rest of the news on today's show, we're going to send it back over to James, who's going to talk about our sponsor this week, BetterHelp. We'd like to welcome a new sponsor to Broadway Radio, BetterHelp. We have all been through a traumatic 2020, and it's affected all of us in one way or the other. Do you ask yourself, what interferes with your happiness? Is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? We could all use some help, and BetterHelp makes it easy to get that help. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a convenient, safe, and private online environment. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. This is not self-help, it's professional counseling, and with BetterHelp, you can send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if necessary. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide. Another thing is is that there's a broad range of expertise available for which you might not be able to find a counselor locally in many areas. BetterHelp has licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, anger, stress, family conflicts, anxiety, LGBT matters, relationships, grief, sleeping, self-esteem, trauma, anything that you share is confidential. One thing to note is that BetterHelp is not a crisis hotline. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash broadway. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash broadway. Once again, we'd like to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring Broadway Radio. 
Thank you, James. Of course, this whole year has been such a disaster for so many people. Uh, finding someone to talk to, especially someone who is a licensed therapist, is always incredibly important. So don't forget to go to betterhelp.com slash Broadway. That's betterhelp.com slash Broadway. All right, Ashley, let's get back into the news <laughs> in lieu of stars actually like presenting on some virtual Tony <laughs> ceremony that yeah. may or may not ever happen. Uh, the upcoming NBC One Night Only Best of Broadway special is welcoming in a ton of new stars in addition to what's already been announced. On Thursday, December 10th, coming up tomorrow, this is the Wednesday episode, it's coming up tomorrow, there will be a special performance by Barbara Flippin Streisand. Nice. What? Barbara Streisand. She will perform as will the cast of the Spanish language A Chorus Line, directed and starring Antonio Banderas, which as we've been talking about for a long time, is planning to come to New York at some point. We will also see performances by Sutton Foster, I'm assuming Music Man, Rob McClure, I'm assuming Mrs. Doubtfire, mm-hmm. Mary Louise Parker is going to perform. Is she going to do a monologue from How I Learned to Drive? I don't know. Um, Brittany Mack from Six is going to perform. They are, of course, joining the previously announced performances by Ain't Too Proud, Chicago, Jagged Little Pill, Diane Diana, Jersey Boys, Mean Girls, some random cast of Rent, I guess. Um, Kelly Clarkson, <laughs> Brett Eldridge, and Patty LaBelle, as well as an appearance by the cast of Cursed Child. Like, I, I mean, I know there was like the tour, but I thought the tour wrapped before uh, the pandemic. I don't know. Either way, I love Rent, as I said earlier this week. So it's just going to be I'm some regional it. production. It's fine. I'm I'm fine with that as long. Always. I mean, I've seen some. Always. I've seen some pretty bad regional productions of Rent. Though. <laughs> is, anyway. it the, is it the diabetes one? The high school production. <laughs> No, but the only show I've ever walked out of was a college production of Rent. Wow. Oof. I walked out in the middle of the first act and um, it was so bad because it was a it was a theater production or theater um uh, department that didn't have a musical theater major. So these were like straight acting mm. majors who weren't singers. Ooh. And it was so bad. It was ooh, so so bad. Ooh, ooh. Anyway, Oof. I won't name the college West Georgia. Don't, please. Don't. <laughs> Oops, did it, did you hear that? Anyway, okay. We also learned yesterday that the great and the good Tony and Amy winner Billy Porter will be joining Ryan Seacrest and Lucy Hale to host Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve on ABC. That will, of course, happen on New Year's Eve. So a very cool uh, thing for him. In other holiday-related news, as she has been teasing for a while on Tuesday, Jessica Vosk announced that she is releasing a new Christmas EP, A Very Coco Christmas. That's what she's been calling the uh, the coronavirus, the Coco. <laughs> mm-hmm. The the three-song EP will be dropping soon, but no official date has been announced. However, I would imagine that it will be coming out before the 25th of this month. I would no. think so. I mean, maybe. Uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, if we're on uh, Tony Awards time, it could be <laughs> literally yeah. any. Easter, it, it, the Eastern Orthodox <laughs> schedule. Yeah. yeah, Eastern Orthodox schedule. Anyway, exactly. um, finishing up this section in an interview with the one and only RuPaul in Marie Claire, where I guess like people are saying like uh, like RuPaul uh, got completely destroyed by Dolly Parton. I didn't read it. Is that have Ooh, you seen this fun. this thing? No, I haven't. But I'm gonna she was talk- look it up as soon as we're done recording. It was like they were talking about wigs because they both wear wigs. And Dolly Parton said, hey. like, I wear wigs, like, literally every day. Like, this is who I am. You're a drag queen, so you don't wear them all the time. Like, literally every day. Interesting. All hours day. It wasn't like a I – don't, I didn't think it was a diss, but people have been, like – she read him for filth or something. I was like, I, I didn't, mm. I didn't get that. Anyway, that's beside the point, And I don't understand I fi- drag I fi- culture. I was going to say, I figured it'd be about the fracking stuff more than anything. But hey, there you go. 
No, it was it was not that. But anyway, in this interview, Dolly Parton confirmed that she is working on writing a musical about her life. Now, Ashley, would you or who would who 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 would you like to see play Dolly? And you mm-hmm. can't say Megan Hilty, I, yeah, I, exactly. since she's essentially already played Dolly Parton. In it's Megan Hilty. There is okay, another okay. option. In in the hypothetical question that I just posed to you, I said you cannot say Megan Hilty. Guess what? I'm overwriting your hypothetical because it's Megan Hilty. Okay, so there was a tweet. <laughs> there was a tweet that I saw that said if they're going to go the Cher and Donna Summer route okay. and have three women, okay. they would like to see Cheno as the older Dolly Parton, Kristen Chenoweth. Megan Hilty as the okay. middle uh, Dolly Parton. Yeah. And then Renee Rapp as the younger uh, Int- Dolly Parton. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not a ton of belting for Renee. I've never heard her sing um, in a more Dolly style. But obviously, we know um, Chenoweth has done country music before. She's released country sure. albums. We sure. obviously know Hilty has Dolly Parton down to a T. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'd be interested to see Renee. I think Renee Rapp is amazing. Uh, so I'm Definitely. here for it. Sure, why not? The, the, uh, my love for for Hilty and uh, and Cheno is well known, so I'm all for it. Yeah, the correct answer is Megan Hilty. <laughs> yes, that was too easy, though. I wanted you to come up with something interesting. I'm sorry. There was, uh, it doesn't need to be interesting to be right. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Seriously, that's, uh, man, that's mm-hmm. such a great line. Can I get that on some merch or something? It doesn't have to be <laughs> yeah, interesting. I'll put it on a tote bag right. for you. Please, it could be, that's perfect. It could be, it could be Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <Dear>. <laughs> that's good. That and Peter's quote about, I would rather you enjoy it than agree with me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's good. Okay. Um, all right, so let's get into the feel-good recommendations. I have a few pretty diverse ones. Um, last night, Tuesday night, uh, over in the UK, they aired the Royal Variety Performance 2020, the Royal Variety Show, and it included a performance from the upcoming West End production of Frozen. Broadway movie West End star Samantha Barks performed Let It Go as Queen Elsa. Um, so that was very cool. Then on, I guess it would have been Monday night, well, depending on when it aired in the show, either Monday night or Tuesday morning, on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy and Andrew Rannell, star of the upcoming Netflix movie musical The Prom, they performed a, 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 a they called it 2020 The Musical, but it was, it was a bunch of musical theater show tune parody songs highlighting all of the weirdness that was uh, 2020. It had everything from Wicked to Hamilton, of course, the Book of Mormon uh, section uh, that was actually uh, done via Zoom, which mm-hmm. made a lot of sense. So that was fun. Um don't love the Fallon, but love the Rannells. Yes, and yes. And then finally, the uh, coming up t- tonight uh, on the 9th, if you're listening to this on the day it's released rather than on Patreon, at 7.30 p.m., the New York City Center will be having its 2020 gala, and it is entitled An Evening with Audra McDonald. The City Center released um, a, a little bit of a snippet of, of some of the performances that Audra is going to be doing. It included her mm-hmm. performing... It Never Was You from Maxwell Anderson and mm-hmm. Kurt Vile. Mm-hmm. And then Stephen Sondheim's of course. The Glamour The Glamorous Life. Of course. Um, she's done before for yes. his 80th birthday. Yeah, the concert. red the red dress concert. Yes, indeed. 
Um, so you can access that. It's a $35 ticket. You can start at $35 and you can get them uh, at NewYorkCityCenter.org. Always a wonderful thing to watch. Yeah. Who can, who can pass up watching Audrey McDonald? I didn't see that clip. I did see there was another one, uh, of her performing Can't Stop Talking by Lesser from Let's Dance, which is very good. I don't know that song, but I love Frank Lesser. Yeah. It's fun. It's very fast. So she was, she said something like, this is the most exercise I've had in months. <laughs> I know she, she's performed it before. She performed it for, it might have been the same. It was, it was either the same year that Lynn performed for the White House. Uh, oh, for okay. Alexander for, Hamilton. For or or yeah. it was, yeah. Or it was maybe like a year, a few after, but she performed it at the White House. I know. Very cool. Very, very cool. good. Love shining the spotlight on Frank Lesser, who I think has been unfortunately kind of forgotten mm-hmm. uh, by a lot of musical theater folks uh, these Agreed. days. I mean, we know Guys and Dolls, but I mean, we don't talk enough about Most Happy Fella. And uh, yes. either way, let's 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 close out the show. Actually, uh, mm-hmm. we want to thank everybody for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWB Matt. Ashley, where can the peeps find thee? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. I mean, I would have appreciated you throwing in a thou, but that's uh, fine. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to. Okay. Um, everybody, have a wonderful hump day, and we will be back to talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>